So, do, do you have like a keychain that you're going to start keeping this thing on? No, or? I'm just going to put it in my back pocket. I just go with it. I lose stuff when they leave my pockets. So the big story this week, I would say, biggest story of all time. It's the, it really is. Of the month. Um, Twitter does this thing where it'll latch onto like one specific tweet <laughs> or or story for uh, weeks, weeks, and it'll become like what pop culture is that week. It's a meme. Right. So this week, it was Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend in Trinidad. Mm. And... If you if you don't know who Nicki Minaj is, she's a rapper, female rapper, um, and she tweeted. Someone was talking about the COVID vaccine or something, uh, and she just tweeted kind of like a cautionary tale that she had heard through the grapevine. She said, "Well, my cousin's friend who lives in Trinidad um, got the vaccine." And then became impotent. He couldn't have kids. And then his wife left him. But like the biggest detail in the whole tweet was that she's like, his balls were swollen. (laughs) And that's not a detail that like, I'm sure the cousin's friend in Trinidad wanted shared. (laughs) But Twitter went crazy because you have like, the Twitter that believes in vaccines, right? And they're saying, oh my gosh, Nicki Minaj, I can't believe you just said that. Like, there's no way that it does it. So then they're memeing her for saying that. And then you have the other side that doesn't believe in vaccines, and they're saying, this is a legitimate claim. We want to talk to the cousin's friend in Trinidad about his swollen balls. (laughs) Like, Tucker Carlson went on Fox News and said, we want to interview you will send people to Trinidad to interview you. Please, tell us about your balls. Like, what? Has he come forward? No. About his balls? And I thought one of the most interesting things was the country of Trinidad didn't want to just speak out of turn, okay? So they're like Department of Health did their due diligence where they went out for a whole day to try and fact check they went around the world. They were contacting other governments to see, like, hey, have you guys had any reports of this happening? Like, what's going on here? And, like, don't get me wrong. They did the right thing. They did the research, and they found no sign of it. They're like, we haven't even had anyone check into a hospital or check into any health facility sponsored by the government, I guess, that had this problem. So we can't even verify if that's true or not. So we're going to say it's not true because it's, it hasn't happened anywhere else. Yeah. So. Maybe this was he had a reason that might be a little embarrassing. Yeah, right. And this was his chance to explain it without taking a po- taking it upon himself. Yeah, yeah everyone on, on Twitter said that's a common STD thing. It's like chlamydia and gonorrhea cause your balls to swell, and mm. he probably had an STD from you know probably maybe cheating or something like that. And the wife 
wife to be called it, off the wedding because of that. Like, yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. So that was also included in the Nicki Minaj tweet, which was that his wife then left him. What she assumed was because he was impotent, but it's clearly it's clearly because his balls were swelling. <laughs> <laughs> it this was, is an interesting way in today. I'm just no. I I. I I wanted to throw it out there because if you hadn't heard of it, I'm glad you're hearing it from us. But if you had heard of it and you can and like you're laugh experiencing along with it, the, please let us know. What <laughs> so we can report it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta please tell somebody. Please don't let us know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> gotta let a guy in Trinidad know that you know COVID vaccines. People's balls are exploding. It's not like that's because that's where people are taking it. Right? They're like, oh, don't take the vaccine now. Oh, but like. It's safe, guys. Just it's fine. Just whatever you think of vaccines, um, just you know, your balls won't swell. Stephen, Stephen A had a good take on this. What he was talking about, how like all these athletes aren't in on the vaccines, and yeah. he goes, "Really, the amount of stuff and supplements you take that aren't approved or researched that you take, and this is where you draw the line." Yeah. He's like, "It's okay if you're against all of that." And and you you keep you're consistent, but he was like, I find it fishy that you're inconsistent on this. Yeah. Um. Welcome in, first of all, to the Retro Water Boys <laughs> podcast. This is episode twenty nine, the balls episode. Oh no, the balls episode. <laughs> um. But interesting thing about COVID that actually relates to sports is that last week or this week, the Bills announced that their entire stadium. If you go into the stadium for a game, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination. Mm -hmm. And they joined the Saints, Raiders, and Seahawks as the four NFL teams that all said, you have to show proof of vaccination to enter our facility to watch a football game. And I did some research into it, and there's also some NBA franchises that said they're doing the same thing. The Warriors, Raptors, and Nets all are doing the same thing. And... I just I found that interesting because the Bills in particular have a lot of guys on their roster that said that they're not going to take the vaccine and they're like pretty, you know, vocal about it. Um and I'm sure there's guys on the Saints, Raiders and Seahawks that are also anti-vax, but they're not as vocal about this as the Bills are. And it just brings up this like weird juxtaposition of we're asking more of the people who are going to pay for the product than we are for the actual product. Does anyone else see the... Yeah, I, I find it weird, but also the owners will get a lawsuit from a large group of fans getting getting sick, and they won't do that if the players get sick. It's oh, interesting. I think it's all money. You think it's a cover? These are, these are dollar sign eyes emojis. Okay, you know? okay. They said it's uh, in response to the September 12th game there were no masks really in the audience at yeah. all. So they just figured this was a better way to go about it than trying to enforce a mask mandate. So as soon as this goes into effect at the end of October, masks aren't required anymore. Interesting. I don't know. That's interesting, but no, I agree. I think it's silly that, I mean, don't get me wrong. Happy about that policy. I think that's probably the right call and the best right. way to go about doing this, but you should probably hold your players to the same standard. Like, yeah, I just, I, and I wrote this little, like, you know, what what do you call it? It's, analogy. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of an analogy. So like, it would be saying, "Hey, customers, wash your hands before eating this meal that was prepared by a chef who's like sneezing all over the food." Yeah. 
You know, you're sure. asking more of the person who's already putting out their money for the game or for the meal than you are for the person preparing said entertainment, said meal. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't. And don't think, forget, you're asking all of the wait staff. Yeah, that's right. Be vaccinated and everything too. Yeah, yeah. You're saying like, hey, guy, who's who's throwing beers, right? Like that that guy's got to get vaccinated. The guy selling peanuts, he's got to get vaccinated. But Cole Beasley doesn't have to, right? It's because they have a union, and fans don't have a union. Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> you know, in America, we've we've made it the policy where you can refuse service to anybody that has been held up throughout the history of the country. So I guess in that way it's it makes sense but i don't know i just i was like what we're we're telling the customer to do more than the than the player yeah. when when like the team has control over the player you could just not play him and say you're not okay you're not coming to the stadium sorry but again like i said they're protected by the the players union that's the only reason why I think it hasn't been like a mandate that Roger Goodell hasn't been like, yeah, you guys need to get vaccines. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, wait. I, there's a little me that hopes um, that there is some sort of like outbreak of, of, you know, a team and they actually, cause they, they made these rules that if you have an outbreak that causes you to miss or reschedule a game, that's a loss. Yeah. And I kind of, it's a little me that's saying, I kind of hope that happens to someone like the Bills, who just dropped Week One against the Steelers. Yeah, who, it was already a game they who were, were favorite a, in. a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, one of the Super Bowl favorites. And then it causes them to drop another game because you know a couple of their guys couldn't get the vaccine. I think they'd rather cut Cole Beasley than deal with that. If and I was in a GM, that's what I would do. Right, and there's been talk about coaches doing it. Urban Meyer said that he took vaccination status into you know his decision process of who to cut who to keep yeah, his roster decisions yeah and i mean that was later said like oh we really didn't but urban meyer said it so it kind of had to be true to a certain point um and then you know, obviously you saw cam newton last week who got cut uh you know <laughs> whether that's for vaccination status or not he missed practice so because of covid yeah and then also i mean Carson Wentz missed like most of his preseason. Right, and he looked like it last week. Yeah, so. <laughs> we got a big matchup this week. Did you see this? Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, the guy who he had his foot injury with, Quentin Nelson. It's like basically the best offensive lineman versus the best defensive lineman this week. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, Quentin Nelson. I won't bother asking who you have in that matchup. Return to the scene of the crime. Oh. That was supposed to be this year's Super Bowl for us. The Eagles were supposed to go back to SoFi, back to Inglewood, and win the Super Bowl at the scene of the crime. But It, it uh, feels like it's been eternity since that happened. It seems like it's been an eternity since the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I, the other thing... <laughs> it has been. It has been. It has it's been. It's a whole generation of players. We were just talking about it last night. People have aged so many years because of the pandemic. Like, do you feel that way? No. Do you see somebody that you haven't seen like and you're like, wow, you're looking looking rough. You're looking aged. I don't know. I feel aged. I was gonna say I look at myself and feel that way, but I don't think I'm coming across other people thinking that. I don't I don't feel this. Maybe with like with a shout out to Robbie. 
who has who has changed his entire look over the pandemic. Right. He grew a beard and grew his hair long. I, I we've just been in it for so long now that it feels like it's been forever. It has been a long time. Do you think other teams also adopt this policy? What the uh, vaccination status one? Yeah, uh, I think so. Because I mean, baseball playoffs are coming up, mm. and I haven't seen anything on baseball teams doing this. And then you have the NBA season starting soon. Wow, that was quick. Speaking of time flying, that's what I'm saying, Evan. It's <laughs> been two years. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I will. We'll see. I. I, I think. Uh, Baseball will be interesting because I feel like out of those three, that's the league with the least amount of player empowerment compared to basketball and football. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll see. But also you had uh, the Phillies mm-hmm. with one of the lowest vaccination rates. Yeah. but They hit their 85% target this week. That's something. Thank what goodness. are the odds Bryce Harper didn't get one shot yet? Exactly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> speculate on my potential MVP uh, and his vaccination status. Um, but if you listened to the show last week, you heard our NFL trivia question. First one of the season. First one of the season. That was our week one trivia question, and it was who holds the record for most rushing attempts in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Evan, did you know the answer? No, I know it now because I'm looking at it. Oh. <laughs> Well, the answer was Franco Harris. Ah, yes. 101 rushing attempts in the Super Bowl alone. How many times did he go to the Super Bowl? It was four times, I think. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Hey. Is he 0-4? Is he 1-3? Oh, he played for the Steelers, so he's 4-0. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Good time to retire. Good, t- <laughs> good time to call, yeah. call quits. But, when, I mean, there's not a lot of running backs that could... I mean that's twenty five attempts plus. Yeah, and that's a that's four years. That's a a very large portion of a running back's career. Yeah, right. Yeah, cool. That that record's never going to get broken. I don't think so. Unless, Especially like, not now with everything's passing. Pass, 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 run. Right. Pass, pass, run. Yeah. Pass. So Screen. I, <laughs> I would say unless like Lamar Jackson did it by himself, but I can't. Uh, he would have to go four times, first of all. That's what that's the big part of it. Is you yeah. have to go to the Super Bowl. How many rushing attempts does Tom Brady have? In, in the, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Like oh, man. Eight? Three? I, I have no <laughs> idea. In his seven Super Bowls? No. In his ten Super Bowls? How many Super Bowls has this guy gone to? Ten. He's seven, seven and nine. three. He's nine. Nine times. Are you sure? Yeah. Seven wins, two losses. Three losses. Yeah, what are you talking about? He lost. He's twice gone to ten Giants. times. Yeah, come on, Tom Brady fan number one. Fake fan. He's not on my team anymore. <laughs> Ask me how many Super Bowls Mac Jones has been to. How many? Zero. Got him. How, oh, how about Jimmy great G? Great answer. Jimmy G. Two. Is he two and zero? No, he's one and one. Um, the Eagles one counts. Right. I think he might be 2-0. and I think it was the Falcons Super Bowl and the... Well, was he around for Falcons? He was, yeah. I think it was the yeah, Falcons and Seahawks Super Bowls. Was the question Tom Brady rushing yards in the Super Bowl? No, rushing, rushing attempts. attempts. Rushing attempts. Okay. Do you know how many is it? Uh, he has 10 career carries in the Super Bowl wow. for 30 rushing yards. <laughs> oh, pretty close. Oh, man. Three yards averaging. That's pretty hey, good. Hey, that's the one attempt per game. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Guaranteed <laughs> Tom Brady three yards on one rush in a Super Next Bowl. Next time, when he's in the Super Bowl this year? Over-under. <laughs> Over-under three yards? Easy take. Easy. Easy. So that was last week's trivia question. This week's trivia question is, what NFL team's stadium is on the shores of the St. John's River? St. John's River. Do you know the answer? Oh, I do because I have the card. Yeah. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I wouldn't have known this had I not looked. So that is your trivia question this week. Like last week, if you know the answer and you feel like you need to text us or, or let us know, do it. An Instagram message. Yeah. DM Instagram, us on Twitter. Twitter. Doesn't matter. Text us if you have our numbers. Doesn't matter. We just want to know that you're, you know, you're guessing. Guessing. Uh, Sydney, your time. Yes. I want to talk to you guys about Bundle. Bundle is now bigger and better than ever. The Ultimate Subscription Manager has added hundreds of new services to the already long list of compatible services to make it even easier to track and pay for your subscriptions. One payment a month, all your services paid for. No headaches, no checklists. Just an easier way to manage the services you and your family use every day. Bundle is a proud sponsor of the RSWB podcast and is used by everyone here. Silas for Netflix and all of his streaming services. Evan for Apple Music and all of his music needs. We use it. We trust it. Download Bundle today and feel what a relief it really is. Honey, the showerhead's dripping again. How in the H-E double hockey sticks am I supposed to get that fixed? If it's home improvement that you seek, go to the place that can't be beat. Whoa! Who are you? I'm the home improvement haven wizard, here to grant your every wish. From the biggest construction job to simply just a new soap dish. I hear that you need a new shower head. I know a place with the widest spread. Home Improvement Haven is the place to be. Follow me there, and you will soon see. At Home Improvement Haven, we work to keep you working. Yard, paint, fixtures, and construction, we have what you need. With a community focus that those big box stores can't replicate, we offer a new place to get your work done. Home Improvement Haven, your solution around the corner. And now for your headline huddle. On Thursday Night Football, the Washington football team defeated the New York Giants 30-29 on a last-second field goal by kicker Dustin Hopkins. Hopkins missed the potential game-winning 48-yard boot, but was given a second chance when Giants defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence was called for being offsides. The Los Angeles Clippers have announced that starting in the 2024-2025 season, they will begin playing in the Intuit Dome. The $2 billion project is essential to the Clippers building their own identity, owner Steve Ballmer said. The Clippers and Lakers have shared the Staples Center since 1999. And finally, the Baltimore Orioles grounds crew was ejected from a game in the ninth inning versus the New York Yankees Wednesday night. Umpire Tim Timmons shooed the 20-man crew off the field as they prepared to bring the tarp out on the field. It started raining shortly after, but the game was not stopped. The Yankees won the game 4-3. Back to you, Evan and Silas. Tim Timmons, man. What a jerk. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> he He was like, he was at the end of the game. He was like, I did not eject them. I told him to scram. <laughs> yeah. And like all 20 of them, they're, they're on the first baseline behind the tarp ready to because the tarp is circular. Okay. 
So they're mm. behind it between like the tarp and the fence where the fans are, and they're getting ready to push it out. They're not, but they're just like there in case the umps say so. And he comes waving his arms and he's saying, Get out of here. Get out. Scram. And the 20 people that are so nice enough to go, you know, put the tarp on the field while it's raining, they're scurrying down the first baseline all the way to the right field corner and then like they disappear and they were never seen again. So, and then it rained and they had. Couldn't put the tarp on. Yep, they were shit out of luck on that one. Uh, I want a quick uh, touch back on the Thursday night football thing. Yeah, you didn't like this game. Uh, everyone was like, this is a great game. But just because it's competitive between two bad teams does not make a good game. And and my argument to rebuttal that is it was the only game. So it, it, it can not be a good game. Yeah, I guess. But football, we love football in America. I mean, okay? I was watching. I'm like, this is buns. It's These teams. You also Jones. hate both of those teams. I also so. hate both teams. I think you're a little skewed. Put it on the poll. Thursday night football, Washington Giants. Well, I don't know what to call them. Football team versus Giants. Good game or bad game? Yeah. I thought it was a good game. It came down to the last second. There was a penalty involved. I, Taylor Heineke. I have seen the tape of that false start, and it is not a false start. It, he's he, he timed he is it real just nice. great. The yeah. the thing is, is when everyone else sucks, and you're you're right on time, you look early. Yeah. So, not that I want the and Giants to win. It's they an unfortunate won that game. You, well, and the thing about that is, even if you know what their snap count is, just don't be the guy who goes first. But then I everyone's know you, late. No, no, no. <laughs> I know you want to be the guy to make the play, block the field goal, you know, whatever. Don't be that guy. Don't be a hero. You know, the, the pressure's already on the kicker to have to make the 48-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Don't give him a 43-yard field goal yeah. as a second chance, you know? Yeah, and like I said, I don't want the Giants or the Washington football team to win. Right. But the Giants should have won that game, I think. I think I think they're the better team, actually. Well, Daniel Jones did something, or he didn't do something. Oh he didn't God. fall over. Did you see him <laughs> run for the touchdown? And then they're like, "Nope, we can't have that stand." Yeah, holding <laughs> on the Giants, man. They they really shot themselves. You in the really gave them a bad coach, the Joe Judge. Yeah, Joe Judge. He sucks. Oh man, Stephen a, a ripped into a him sucker, because man. he's like. You cannot be a special teams specialist yeah. and then have your team lose on a special teams play. I thought it was very funny. I just uh, he because he's right. He came into that team being like, "I am like the general. Yeah. You will listen to me." And now he has players fighting. Yeah, he has guys who can't stay healthy. He has guys who can't not false start. <laughs> he has like he has a team that has gone zero and two for the last like what ten years, six years in a row, six years in a row since Odell took that picture on the boat. Yeah, like what a great franchise for me. I bet he has, including this season, two more years, and then he's gone. Two this, gonna, se- this yeah. season, next season. If Daniel Jones doesn't show any sign of getting better, I Daniel will say Jones? Daniel. No, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> he he doesn't up, deserve Daniel. No, he played pretty well on Thursday night. He still sucks. <laughs> like now, is he a solution long term at quarterback? Uh, probably not. But is not. Matt Ryan? No. But we're still trotting him out there. Silas, did you know? Yes. You have more yards per carry than their first overall pick. <laughs> I did know that. He their has first two receptions for minus two, two yards. <laughs> I told my mom that. And my mom was like, "How do I have more yards than him?" I'm like, "Because yep. you haven't played a game." Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> 
You can't bust if you don't play. Yeah, true. <laughs> Nobody picked me out of the NFL combine. Just saying. Nothing I love better than screwing that team. Well, I know. I, I like screwing the Cowboys over more than anything else. But I like screwing the Giants more. I know you I'll tell you why. Uh, yes, <laughs> There were two years where they, you know, scurried into the Super Bowl. Kind of limped in, if you ask me. And then they, uh, you know, they messed around and beat my Patriots. So you do have a history of losing to NFC East teams. I, I do. <laughs> I do. However, I hate the Giants. Eagles, I was like, good for you guys. I like one and one against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm good with giving the Eagles that Super Bowl. Also, Not giving it, like gifting it, like, oh, you, you didn't earn it. You did. It was, <laughs> you guys were clearly the better team. Yeah. So. I also just, I, I had this epiphany this week, I think it was. When the Eagles went to the Super Bowl in 2004, they beat the Vikings and the Falcons, Falcons. Yeah. to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. If you remind, remind me, who did they play in 2017? Uh, well, they beat Matt Ryan in the first round. That uh, was the Falcons. At the Falcons, yep. And then uh, they trumped the. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, the Minnesota Vikings. And then they beat the Patriots. That's got to be some sort of freaky weirdness, right? So we can't win the Super Bowl unless the Falcons and the Vikings make it to the playoffs. So you better be cheering (laughs) for the Vikings and Falcons today. I hate both of those teams, so I can't. It's probably because they, you know, you always see them in the playoffs. (laughs) Oh, well. That's okay. Uh, Before we get to baseball and ejecting people, Evan last week said Matthew Stafford, not a proven commodity in the league. And I said, I can't believe you're saying that. He's been in the league for like 10 years, and he's been the best player on his team for all 10 of those years. Like maybe Calvin Johnson, maybe. But Calvin Johnson needs somebody to throw it to him. And that was Matt Stafford. And then he leaves, and he just makes it work with whoever he's got. And they, they were never good, but he doesn't make he's it work. good. He doesn't make it work is what you should say. He, he made, made it work. work. No, no, no. He no, made no. it work. No, 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 no. The LA Evan, Rams. You are on the wrong side of this argument. The LA Rams that, are. Come on. Coming, you, man. You can't say that they looked great after playing the Chicago Bears. I don't think the Andy Bears Dalton are all that bad. like hot garbage. What happened was their defense let them down. Yeah. But their defense let them down because Matt Stafford shredded them. No. Carved them right no. up. And when the, the Bears have shreds already cut into them, didn't have to cut anything. I don't know. But the poll that we that we sent out, 73% of you said, yes, Matt Stafford is a proven commodity. So I will die on this hill. RIP, I guess. Okay, yeah. yeah, seriously. Uh, so we talked about the ejection of an entire grounds crew by an umpire in the, uh, in the MLB. Not the only ejection that happened this week. Mm. So the White Sox and Angels played a game. White Sox, pretty good young team, up and coming. The Angels, they have the MVP front runner. Yeah, like he's the sport right now. He's he's the poster child for baseball, and it's Shohei Otani on the Angels. Well, Shohei Otani comes up in the ninth inning. The White Sox are down seven to three. It's like not really a competitive game at that point. The White Sox hit him with a pitch right in the calf. So, like, nothing at the head or, you know, whatever. And the ump comes out, and he throws out both the manager and the pitcher, Mike Wright. And Tony LaRusa, who's the manager of the White Sox, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Our guys have been hit three times today, three different times. And now I 
our guy accidentally hits the poster child for baseball once, and now we're getting thrown out of the game? Well, then the MLB suspended them. Tony La Russa had to serve a one-game suspension. Mike Wright had to serve a three-game suspension. Is that three games where he's not allowed? To, like, would he even play three games in a row? Well, I guess probably not. Closer. It's probably yeah. closer to like a one-game or yeah. maybe two-game suspension. But yeah, either way, he's not allowed to play for three games. So, but Tony La Russa's argument is that he wasn't offered retaliation for what happened to his players. So three of his guys get hit by pitches. So he thinks now he's entitled because of these unwritten rules baseball supposedly has that he's allowed to tell his guy to go throw at Shohei Otani, their best player. So he just admitted that it wasn't an accident. Pretty much. But then he's (laughs) like, it wasn't intentional, but we also weren't offered retaliation. So like, what's going on here? And I'm like, what's going on here is that these unwritten rules of baseball are garbage, and I cannot yep. stand them. I'm sick of hearing about them. I'm sick of everyone taking them so seriously. I'm done with them. I am done with them. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, here are some of the unwritten rules of baseball. You're not supposed to steal bases or swing at 3-0 pitches when you're up by a large margin. Why the heck not? Yeah, you play you play to win the game, not let the other team win. It's like a mercy rule, but in the adult world. They make a mercy rule. Like <laughs> how many of you at your job get a mercy rule? Anybody? Hmm. Can't think so. Don't, don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. <laughs> I just think that's uh don't it's called work. being an adult. Um Listen, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's what it is. Don't steal bases or strut after home runs if you're behind by a large margin. That that one I, I don't think is that one just like so, so what I can't I can't celebrate that I hit a home run. Yeah, I'm down ten runs. I hit a solo home run. It's ten to one. I, I can't be like oh, okay. I guess you can celebrate, but it's also, like a fist yeah, but, bump. But, but, but like people a, are just gonna yell scoreboard. Okay, you know, like, and and guess what? Yeah, that's They've fine. earned that right. Don't yeah. get mad at me. Don't throw at me the next time I go up. Okay, don't swing at the first pitch after a pitcher has allowed back to back home runs. That one's stupid. Might as well make it back to back to back. That's that's what they're thinking. <laughs> they're saying like, okay, this guy's been through some stuff. Let me just give him a pitch to no, kind of it, write himself. I'm like, this is he's obviously a bad pitcher. Then pull him. Thank like, you. <laughs> I I hate these unwritten rules. Uh, throwing at a hitter is conventional retaliation. So if your guy gets hit, you're allowed unwrittenly to throw at one of their guys, and then the ump gives you all a warning i think you're allowed if if you can pull it off and make it look accidental i think that's fine I, like what other sport are we allowing people to hurt each other football well obviously but it's not <laughs> in the rules it's not like well if you hit tom brady below the knees we'll let your linebacker take you by the right like, we'll turn a blind eye on that what that's not okay yeah it's just that's just a stupid umpire. I think if 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 it's a dumb rule, it's an unwrittenly, but it's a dumb rule. I think that you have the right to retaliate. I don't think that 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 the umpire should just let it happen. But like they do. Blatant. They do. And well, they do we learned that, that the old umpires don't see everything anyway. So yeah, who dumb. cares? It's it's dumb. Yeah. Don't bunt during a no hitter. This one, is the that one sucks. Dumbest <laughs> rule. Dumb, the dumb, dumb. Dumbest. Okay. If you are a good enough pitcher to even have a no-hitter into, like, the fourth or fifth inning, why? 
I'm going to try everything in my power to get on base, okay? Because from a competitive standpoint and from a baseball standpoint, what do you have to do to score runs? You got to get on base. So yeah. if you're not if I know you're not going to walk me, I'm going to use every gimmick, every every little thing in my bag to try and get on base. And if one of those things is bunting, well, you better hope your team knows how to cover what a bunt. Are, what are they going to do? Like honestly, like if what what would they do to me that would stop me from walking up to the plate and bunting in the ninth inning? No Here's, hitter. Uh, th- nothing. There's, uh, I mean, at that point, nothing. They can't. Do I just really get anything. booed. Yeah, okay, pretty that's much. Fine. You'd get booed. They'd be like, "Oh yeah." Man. But the reason is because you didn't earn it. People think that if you get on by bunting, you didn't earn that base hit. But then, but then, when there's no hitter, when there's no no hitter in contention there, and you bunt and you get on base, they're like, "This is the greatest baseball move I've ever seen." Yeah, right. <laughs> like, w- why is it a great thing if it's not during a no hitter? But when it's during a no hitter, oh, you didn't earn it. To those people, I'd say, you go stand in front of a 90-mile-an-hour fastball and try to lace it down the line and try to run to first base before a major league catcher, third baseman, first baseman, whoever, gets to the ball and throws you out. Because it's harder than you think. There's a reason nobody, not everybody's bunting all the time. It's a dumb rule. Don't yeah. step on the pitcher's mound. Just in general? Yeah, they're saying like only pitchers and like a catcher maybe during a mound visit or something like that can step on the pitcher. Is that like a, I feel like that's like a bad luck thing. Like, oh, don't step on the pitcher's mound. Otherwise, you'll get a pound ding. Pound, oh, mound, mound pound? No. I don't know. I was trying to come no. up with like some no. <laughs> like some like stupid nursery rhyme that they would make up <laughs> that was like, oh, it makes bad luck if you step on the pitcher's mound. I, it's fine. If you're down by a lot, they're putting a, position player in anyway to pitch so it's like when people come up to like home plate after scoring and they kick dust onto the home plate it's just like a stupid thing and then here's an unwritten rule that's not even for players because baseball is so locked in its ways this is for you adult baseball fans so if you're a kid listening to this 18 and older this is only for you this doesn't apply to you adult fans if you catch a foul ball give it to a nearby kid Silas, I know you hate this rule. Because he hates kids. First of all, I don't hate kids. Second of all, earn it, kid. (laughs) Earn it. I mean, I got here. I brought my glove as an adult. Okay. You brought your (laughs) glove as a kid. And we'll see who has bigger wingspan. I think if you're diving in front of the kid and like knocking him out of the way. eh. Now, granted, if I went to a game. All right, and I'm sitting, and there's a kid in front of me who's like, Dad, can I get a ball, blah, 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 and he's like talking about it all game, and then I catch the ball. Yeah, probably I'd give it to the kid, but I don't need it to be a written rule to say if you catch a ball, you have to give it to a kid. I've never heard that, and I've also seen adults who will rip it out of the kid's arms and be like, I got the ball, and then Those never give Those people are horrible, <laughs> but the people who like catch it in their section and then a kid runs up to them and is like, is that mine now? The hell it is. You're two sections over. Go I've never scram. seen this happen. You've never seen that happen? I saw happen. the one that happened at the Phillies this year where the little girl was crying and then the, like, the teenager came over and gave it to her. I've se- I also see a lot of like fans giving it to opposite fans. You no. know, A Mets fan giving it, it to a Phillies send fan. Send it back. Or a Braves fan giving it to a Giants fan. Like, oh, no. I will find a Phillies kid 
two sections over before I give it to the Braves kid in front of me. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I really like when when people throw home run balls and fall and foul balls back. Like if we were if we were in the home run section and the Nationals hit a home run and I caught it, I'd throw it. I'd absolutely throw it back. I don't know if I would throw it back. I think if it was a home run ball, I'd keep it. Only because it's a home run ball. If it's foul ball, sure, I don't care. But I just, home run ball is, di- is different. I like I like the cheering from the crowd that happens when you throw it back, and the, the grimacing of the other fans. Also, is there a little bit? And I've never, I was never given a ball as a kid. Uh, at a baseball game, I was never given a ball, so I can't really speak to it. But like, isn't there a little bit of you didn't earn it, or like nobody in your family earned it? What? No, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, like you've been given that ball. You don't have magic, a story about it. Part you didn't, of the magic like, is you get it. Right. Like you didn't like spill giving, the like beer. Given to it by a fan or given to it by a player? It, by a fan. A player, okay. it's like you have a one-on-one experience. Of, I was you like, know, I was player given a, a game ball from a Reading Phillies player. Do I know who it was? No idea. <laughs> but I still oh have God. it. Yeah. But like, it, there's a little bit of, oh, I, you know, that ball's not going to mean more much to me in five years. Because. Because you're a child. Yeah, because you're trying. I don't know. Because it was handed to me by some guy I was sitting near in the stands. Like that doesn't. Because he caught it. Right. And he hurt his hand for it. Right. But now I have the ball on my mantle. Like. No, I caught this with my bare hand. I still have or, a bruise. Like it's gotta right. be. Or yeah. my dad did. Or my right. you know whatever. It, my friend John, who I met that day. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like oh that guy caught it. I hate that rule. Anyway, baseball's unwritten rules. Not here for him. Sick of him. The, the whole, like, bat flipping, don't disrespect the pitcher. This don't... is why baseball is dying, people. Uh, I, get out of your <laughs> way. Like, what, that's what I want to see. I want to see people celebrating. I want to see, you know, a good pitcher go against a good batter. I don't, I don't want to give them the out of, oh, you just hit them with a pitch. And, like, I don't think any hit by pitch is really unintentional anymore. Oh, I yeah. think it is. There's certain ones. The guys who have been pitching with sticky stuff this entire time and are whoop like yeah, letting they, them fly. Yeah, they don't those know. are those are on per- or by accident. That's true. And they deserve that. But these Phillies, man, they're pulling me right back in. Yeah. They were out and now they're in. This is a classic Philadelphia trope <laughs> for this season only. It's like, oh, I got my hopes up at the beginning and then they, you know, let me down in the middle, and then I was like, all right, well. That's fine, I guess. And then they kind of got me again. And I was like, here they, we go. Towards they, the end of the year, we're going. We're going. And then they really let me down. And then I was out. Now I'm back in again. Yeah. They're only one game out now. They have an easier schedule. I'm That Braves series in a couple of weeks. That's going to decide everything. That is going to be a rough one. It's going to be that series and the Miami Marlins series after it. Those yep. two series will decide what happens to the Phillies. Is the Marlins one... Here or in Miami? In Miami. Then we're Both losing. series we're are away. getting swept there. Yeah. I, I, God, we can't beat the Marlins. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll talk fantasy football, talk a little football in general, and then we'll spin the wheel of whimsy. Hey, sports fans. Are you sick of getting dogged by other sports books? Need something different and exciting to bet on? Well, introducing MyVetBet, the only sports book that doesn't monkey with your money. With thousands of prop bets across all your favorite sports, from horse racing to dog shows, fishing and more, you'll never run out of things to bet on. 
And with our new Ask a Vet feature, you can ask the advice of a real licensed veterinarian and what their thoughts are on the competitors. So you can have the confidence that you're making a great bet every time. My Vet Bet, where there is always a bonus for betting the underdog. We're offering $100 in free bets with promo code NEUTER. Our betting is no bull. So join us at My Vet Bet and leave those other sports books to the wolves. And welcome back to the Red Shirt Waterboys podcast. Now, this week is the second week of the RSWB Fantasy League. And for week one, boy, did we have some good matchups. Yeah, I thought it was pretty competitive. I Plus lost mine one. very, very nearly. I decidedly won my first game. You did. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry, Cal. Uh, Sydney, how'd you do in your first game? You know, I lost. <laughs> and and that happens. That happens. Okay. Sometimes you lose the first one, but then the rest of the season you you go on a win streak. Who knows? Well, according to Sydney's predictor, that was her only loss, so she should win every game else. No, I think actually my prediction was for a loss later this season. So oh. that may have been a surprise. Sounds like Sydney's underperforming, but <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone surprised by that? I promised an underperformance. Her her team name is Loser of the Week. Are you still going to do the picture of the Loser of the Week? Yes, week? I am. Nice. That's good. That's good. Matt Ryan last week. <laughs> so somebody who was a big winner this week was Emily's team. Mm-hmm. Played in the Emily Bowl. It was the Emily Bowl. <laughs> and we actually sent Sydney down to the field to get a post-game reaction from the GMs of the team. This is what we got. All right, so I have your local camp counselor here today to tell us about their decisive victory in the RSWB Fantasy Football League this week. Emily, how are you feeling? Did you have a draft strategy? What? How'd you do it? I had no draft strategy because I missed the draft because I was in class. <laughs> Okay, so you just auto-drafted? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, you... It worked pretty well in my favor. It sure did. I mean, you had a decisive victory. You beat the Emily Bowl. You beat our other Emily by 55 points and everybody else by at least 18 points. I mean, how do you feel about that? Really good. Yeah? Really excited, yeah. Do you have a favorite player in your lineup? Um, Well, I think the only one that I can remember is my quarterback because he played for Clemson and has really nice hair. Are you open for trades? Right now, no, because they're winning. Okay. And how's working with your co-GM? How are things going in the locker room for you guys in the office? How's it going? Well, she just got to see the team last night, so. (laughs) All right, great. And Sarah, how much input do you each have in this team week to week right now? How's it going? Um... Well, like you said, we auto-drafted, so we're kind of, we've been taken by surprise. This win is definitely um, very exciting, so I think going forward, we're going to have to actually converse about football um, and keep track of things for once in our lives. Hey, you know what? That might just work in your favor. Is there a matchup you're really looking forward to? Have you looked ahead? I'm excited for this week. Yeah, what's your matchup this week? You know it? Yeah, Caledonia. Caledonia Thistle. Yes. How do you feel about your chances this week? I don't know. I'm feeling very patriotic. I feel like we've got a good chance to beat the Thoughts. Um, 
So we're just going to give it everything we've got. Great. And who do you think your biggest competition in this league is? Um, honestly, I don't know. I'm worried about Silas' team. That man knows a lot about what he's doing, and we don't. Uh, so I definitely, I, I fear that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, ladies, congratulations. Excellent job this first week. Hope you hang on to your lead there. Good luck in your matchup this week, and we will touch base with you again soon. Thank you very much. There you have it. Yeah, Winners of the week. They're confident. Yeah, they seem to have a system. They do. Very I, hands-off approach. Very hands-off. Laissez-faire. Kind of, sometimes you gotta you got to let the scouts do the... Do the picking. Oh, Whereas I they know. It. They know the answers. Whereas I appreciate them thinking of me as a threat. <laughs> I'm 0-1. So of all the knowledge that I know, yeah, I'm 0-1. How's that serving you? Right. So not it's hey, it could happen. I could turn this ship around. I'm confident it's, you it's will. Week one. We got plenty of time. I think Evan's gonna do well. You think he's a sleeper? Also, I think CD's nuts, even though they won. That is a funny name. They weren't very good either this week. So, I don't know. It, it, everything will be all right. We will check in next week to see how everyone's team has performed. Evan, do you know who you're playing this week? I'm playing Car Onavirus. Oh, time Riley. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Riley's got a good team. I think his players underperformed last week. But uh, I also think my players underperformed, and I did eke out a win. So mm. I'm playing Statman, who lost to Staff Infection last week. So. Statman, Doug, sounds. I- I'm feeling good, feeling good going into this week. I-, I don't know. We'll see. Doug could pull some strings. He's he's able to do it. He knows more than I do. So, oh, we have the behind the glass matchup this week. We That's do. True. Sydney and Ryan. Oh, wow. I'm booth battle, the booth, booth battle, battle. Yeah. the booth bowl. I love this booth bowl. That's good. Yeah. This is good. I see. Uh, looking at the projected scores, I think you're gonna have, have an easy win. Really? <laughs> Listen I, to me. Ryan? I don't trust the projections. I don't trust because yeah, Ryan Tannehill is a bum. I don't know why he's projected uh, so high. I probably high. should put Jared Goff in, but you, he's projected lower. But that didn't serve. Oh, that didn't do now. me anything last time. Hey, I trust man. nothing. I don't know what to do. McKissick scored 20 points, and you have a middle bench. Shut up, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? I was going to call you to retool my team this week. Well, that's not my fault. Mm. Speaking of retooling teams. <laughs> this Evan, is a great segue. Holy Evan, crap, your man. Eagles are re- <laughs> Do not put too much on the Eagles name right now. I'm just saying. I'm Here's me reporting news. Yeah. They've signed two guys to three plus year contracts. Yeah. I think last week. I think the so if, if you're not paying attention to the Eagles, which you may or may not, uh, they signed Jordan Mailata for a four-year extension at a bargain. He was already a bargain player, and I I don't know. Jordan Mailata is creeping up the list as one of my favorite Eagles of all time. Interesting. He's only been here for a year, and I already love him. So he's the offensive lineman that they have entrusted protecting Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's a left tackle. Okay, and the other guy is Josh Sweat. Yep. Just signed this morning. Young pass rusher. He seems to be really good. You know, he's projected to have double digit sacks this year. And that's, that's pretty something. good. Yeah. That's saying, I mean, that's there's not many guys in the league 
that, first of all, are capable of double-digit sacks, let alone actually have the opportunity to go out and get them. So two young guys maybe looking like cornerstones yeah. for the future? I hope so. Joshua, he does seem pretty good. As long as he only started like three games last year. So, yeah. Is Jalen next? No. They, if they sign Jalen Hurts to an extension, like now in his second season, that's stupid. Okay. All right. I just wanted to, you know. Do you put it past them to do something stupid, though? Oh, certainly not. Howie Roseman is like, he's trying to count these bills. Yeah, you know what's funny, <laughs> though, is Howie Roseman, as of lately, doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. The, but the between only, the draft and but then the, the only reason of, he, he looks good is because everything was so bad. Yeah. If the house is on fire... Right, and if it's still charred and a burnt like a sizzling remains, right. that looks pretty good than better on, than on fire. Yeah, so. but he just bought you a new uh, dining room table and maybe a new recliner. So <laughs> he's trying to refurnish this thing. He's the one who started the fire, and he's like, "Hey, I got you a new dining room table. Right. Forget about the fire. Couldn't get you that insurance money to replace everything, but here's a couple <laughs> nice things. Could not start the fire, <laughs> but uh, here's uh, new furniture. All right. Well, I'm gonna spin the wheel of whimsy, and while I'm pulling it up, Evan. Yes. You're one for four. Yeah, that's not you great. You got the first one right, and since then, you've not gotten a single one. Can right. I hear my options one more time? I will list the options one more time. This is the last time you get a list. Why? Never again. This is the I'm going to ask you next week. Name them all. Oh, I can't, but okay, it's not my job to name them all. <laughs> the American Red Cross, the yeah. Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, mm-hmm. the Boys and Girls Club of America, mm-hmm. USO, the local schools. Special Olympics, St. Jude Children's Hospital, and the National Park Foundation. Let's go National Parks this week. He's going National Parks. We're transitioning into fall this week. We're spinning it. Let's see what we get. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And the winner is... Local schools. Local, that's fine. That's fine. I, I like the local schools to get our donation. <laughs> <laughs> so local schools will receive our donation. Evan falls to 20% accurate. Okay. We'll see. That's fine. I Two. think there's what, eight options? Yeah, there's eight options. So you, you, I'm still above average. You technically are <laughs> still above average. Um, you know what we're all bad at is making predictions. So bad. Holy crap. I hope last, no one took our advice. Last week. It wasn't advice. That's the, that's the trick. It's not advice, like, people. It, yeah, it's not advice. Don't yeah, take our word for what it's worth, which at this point is absolutely nothing. Yeah. Less than nothing. So Evan had Green Bay to cover three points against the Saints. They couldn't cover, pl- they couldn't cover plus 35. Yep. So they lost by 35 points to the Saints, so he loses. I had Minnesota to cover by three points against the Bengals. They lose in overtime. They don't cover. And Sydney had Jacksonville to cover by three and a half against Houston Texans. And Terod Taylor came through. So she loses as well. This week, Evan, looking at the games, who are you picking? Did you pick two on purpose? Uh, No, I just, I had the two options that I was between. Okay. Here's who I'm between. I was thinking about taking the Cardinals minus three and a half or not going to like this. Mm-hmm. The Jets plus six. Yeah, the Jets plus six. is That's a, way too big, I think. I, 
It it's gonna be a game. Let me tell you. I'll I'll, I'll take that. You're I'll taking take the Jets, Jets plus, plus six. six. Just all right. Uh, just to take the uh, the out of the box choice. Sure. Who are the Cardinals playing? What, what's the other? Uh, they're playing Minnesota. Oh, okay. Minus three and a half. Mm. That's probably a safer bet, but my bet I will take. <clears throat> I'll take the Cowboys plus three. So they they are playing the Chargers, but. The Chargers just went to Washington, and they weren't really good. They, like, escaped with a win, don't get me wrong, but they weren't great against Washington. Uh, and I think Dallas has the offense to, to score a bunch of points. So I'll we'll take see. Dallas plus three against the Chargers. Sydney, do you have a bet for us? Yeah, I do. I'm really torn here. Um, part of me really wants to pick the Lions to cover the Packers on Monday because I think – Aaron Rodgers is done. It's 12 and a half or something. What is it? Uh, yeah, I believe it's 12 and a half. Okay. Uh, but the, I'm going to take the bears cover. They're uh, negative 1.5 against the Bengals. That's a pretty good bet. The oh. bears against the Bengals. If they don't start Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton's cooked, right? So hold on. You wanted to take the lions, but instead you took the tigers and bears. Lions and tigers. And oh bears. my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're taking the bears. To cover one and a half points against the Bengals. Yes. Okay. There okay. you go. So those are your bets this week. You can uh, laugh at us again when we're zero and six. What are the odds on on the Lions? Like what? what what's the payout? No, 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 no. no, no. I Don't just want to know. I'm just curious. Don't get talked into this. Aaron Rodgers revenge. Aaron Rodgers not somebody to bet against. I'm telling you right now. It's minus. Don't bet it's minus one ten. That's not enough for me. I was just curious if it was like plus 200. They're going to beat the Lions be by 20 plus points. Okay. I hope so. 20 plus points. They're supposed to be in the Super Bowl, according to me. <laughs> I yeah. just don't see it happening. All right. Well, that does it for us. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. We will mm-hmm. see you next week, hopefully, with better pick. The Red Shirt Water Boys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media. On Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod. On Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys. Or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com.